Tell me something, my friends. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh yeah! You wanna get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts! With the Powerful Nerdcast, my friends, I'm Christian, that's Corey, and this is the Powerful Nerdcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. We've got some exciting news for you. First of all, one, we are finally going to be on iTunes, so... This is a big deal. We've been wanting to do this forever, and now it's happening. So the big thing is we need you guys to go to our iTunes page, The Powerful Nerdcast, and give us a five-star rating and write a review. This is very important because, like, for the first, like, month of our podcast being on iTunes, it goes to this place called New and Noteworthy, and we can get on, like, the front page of iTunes if you guys give us enough five-star ratings. And, you know, just leave a little comment saying, I've loved Christian and Corey since they've started Super Commie, and now their podcast is amazing. Check them out. You know, just something simple like that. And the reason this is all possible, do you know why this is possible, Corey? Oh, yes. Uh, no, no one cares about your opinion. I'll tell them why it's, why it's possible. <laughs> it's possible because we have partnered with Rogue Intel, which is a podcast network. It has a really awesome site, easy to navigate. It's rogueintel.com, and they have a bunch of really cool shows, mm-hmm. like Now That I'm o- Older. Uh, we've had those people on our show mm-hmm. before. Both Shane and Kenny. Yep, Shane and Kenny. And then... Uh, Patrick Duffy is the uh, runner or operator of that uh, website, and he has his own podcast, which he does live three times a week, called uh, Rogue Intel Prime or Intel Prime. I, actually, I'll have to look the name up, but it's an awesome live show, uh, and I've been on it already. I, I just called Patrick and was like, hey, man, how's it going? Did you get my email? He's like, we're live, and you're on the show. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I was on there for a few minutes. It was great. And uh, so uh, check them out. Go to rogueintel.com. Check out their other shows. We're going to try to, like, uh, have their guests on our show. And we're also going to go on their shows. And it's just a really great place. And they're taking care of getting us on iTunes, like SoundCloud eventually, like all these places. They're going to be like our publisher, if you will. If this was a book, that's kind of their role in the new age media. And we are the writers and they are the publishers. Or we are the podcastees and they are the podcast publishers. The podcasters. The podcast, whatever. I don't know these words I'm speaking (laughs) of. Uh, But, you know, that's pretty much the big announcement we wanted to get Mm -hmm. out out front. So we may not be on iTunes today the day that you look at this but we will be on within the next like 24 to 48 hours Mm -hmm. and when that happens we will make another video explaining how exactly you go to our page and give us a five-star rating because we really need that guys like uh you know i really hope you give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube really hope you leave viewer questions in our uh, comment section on youtube but like we really need the iTunes ratings because uh, everything we've ever done is on iTunes or has been on YouTube and we're shifting to iTunes with our podcasts. Not that they're not going to be here too, but we need your support. So, but what else do we have? We actually have some cool nerdy stuff to talk we about. We do. Uh, that's actually going to be the uh, main focus of today's episode yes. because just over the weekend, we had the monumental San Diego Comic-Con, dun, dun, which dun. is not so much a comic book convention in- anymore as it is sort of a big billboard for all the brand new superhero and fantasy films which are going to be coming yes. out. And we just got a slew of trailers this weekend. Some of them are absolutely amazing. Some of them I'm still uh, a little unsure about, but I want to talk about all of the big ones. So... First off, San Diego Comic-Con. Huge event. In fact, like, I even learned that you... apparently Comic-Con is going to be coming to Georgia in January of 2016, which I think would be something really cool to see. I don't That's... think we're going to see any trailers or anything. That's baller. And I think Comic-Con uh, now, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, is almost like an industry event now. It's like, I don't know how to describe it, but what I'm really getting at is it's like where all the big names come and show off. This is not like a small vendor 
mm-hmm. thing where small independent comic book artists come. Maybe they are there in their artist I mean, they're alley. still there. There's there's always going to be a room at conventions for like the artist alleys and the original artists. Yeah, and the dealers rooms and mm-hmm. things like that. But like you've got big names. You have Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Cinematic Universe announcements at this con. Like mm-hmm. it's really an industry event yeah, now. Star freaking wars. Yes, Disney came out in force. DC came out in force. Walking mm-hmm. Dead came out in force. Some of the independent stuff uh, came out in force like con man and mm-hmm. like just a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. And so these events now are almost like, this is the premier place where you find your news out for nerd mm-hmm. stuff. And, uh, I was just really impressed this year. Yeah. So do you want to walk through the line? What do you want to talk about? Of first? course, uh, we're going to go through some of the, uh, big trailers and we're going to start on the, uh, DC side of things. And what's really interesting about a lot of the trailers, which were released over the weekend, only a few of them were actually official. A lot of these trailers were actually leaked online on youtube on reddit all over the freaking place leaked. Yes. um but that's not leaked. going to stop us from watching all of them well um but if they the were f- leaked why aren't they all pulled down because they can do that oh they can uh in fact a lot of them have been pulled down uh, in particular the deadpool trailer is getting harder and harder to find yeah. but if you just go to youtube you can probably find a pretty decent quality version of it but uh out of all of these trailers the first one to come out which was the most official was batman versus superman dawn of justice now it wasn't too long ago that we are already had our very first trailer for the movie and i thought it was pretty good but this one definitely gave us a much better look at the movie and all the other characters are going to be in it not just batman and superman but we also got our very first looks at jesse eisenberg as lex luther we got a look at wonder woman and we even got some hints that apparently within this universe there used to be a robin there's a lot yes. of establishing that's going to be going on in this movie and it sort of goes hand in hand with suicide but let's first talk about this trailer what are your first thoughts on it well i was just happy that they're showing us a little more i feel like i'm starting to understand the tone of the film and not just seeing a badass slideshow of images you Mm -hmm. know cut to some cool music like i feel like the tone of this film got across a lot more in this trailer and Mm -hmm. it feels like superman is going more batman than batman going more superman yeah and i like that because it's dark and gritty and you know it's just it feels kind of like a more comic book version of a chris nolan batman sort of film you know and then uh wonder woman was interesting but i just didn't see much of her she goes she just like punches something yeah there's like one scene where i think she like takes her gauntlets and puts them together and then they i don't think she causes that explosion i think that's just a really clever edit and they do that all the times in trailers where you know they put two scenes together and make them seem like they actually happen or she was like blocking time. something and it exploded mm-hmm. as it hit there's her. a scene where she gets like knocked back by someone she's clearly fighting against someone it could be either batman it could be superman it could be another threat entirely because that we haven't we, seen yet yeah because there's still a lot of stuff about like the villains of the movie we don't know yet we know lex Luthor is in it but the big rumor is that doomsday is going to be somehow involved as uh, one of the big villains in this movie. I think that might be a bit too much to add in so early. Um, but still, I'm really excited about the prospect of the movie. You think because... they're going to uh, sneak Aquaman in there? Oh, Aquaman's definitely in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. You remember uh, Carl, in Game of Carl Thrones? Carl yeah, Drogo or Drago. Yeah. Uh, the guy who rips people's throats out and stuff. Yeah. He is going to be Aquaman. And from what I understand, he's going to have a small role in the film where I'm guessing he might get captured by Lex Luthor or maybe he's going to be attacked by him and his group. Um, but this is all really just a precursor to the eventual Justice League movie. Just like in Game do. of Thrones, killed when he had so much potential. I know. But still, <laughs> this is going to be a really big role for him, and it'll also be an opportunity to make Aquaman relevant and badass again. Not that he ever went anywhere, but a lot of people just don't take him that seriously. Seaman. Yeah. You know. Seaman and Swallow of the Super Best Friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even South Park had their fun with it. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be a really nice build up to it. But what I loved about the trailer is that, uh, you know, it, it kind of made me appreciate Man of Steel 
a little bit more because I liked Man of Steel. Uh, I, I, I obviously That's a stretch, I think it's saying Corey because Corey doesn't like Superman. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the biggest Superman fan. In fact, that's really the main reason I'm checking out this movie is more to see Batman and the other elements of the DC universe. Um, but I'm starting to appreciate uh, Superman just a little bit more. Um, you know, Man of Steel, I didn't like it that much because like a lot of people, I was thinking the same thing. At the end of the movie, they had this amazing fight that just destroys everything. And they they destroy New York City. I mean, they it's demolished. And it's like 9-11 times going, 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are going to be repercussions for destroying this city. And according to the trailer, during this time when Superman was fighting against Zod, Bruce Wayne was in the city witnessing all of this. And you can see he's just flipping out. He's trying to save children. I love the shot where everybody's running away from the destruction and he runs right into the smoke cloud. Yeah. That is totally something that Batman would do. And that shot where he's just looking up in the air all pissed off because he knows these guys are the ones who started this and I'm going to have to stop them. Yes. And it's an amazing build up to their very first confrontation. And then you, you see like like uh, Batman having a training montage. He's pulling fucking big ass tires with ropes and shit. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he's like, Which I think is funny because, you know, Bruce Wayne's got a big budget yet he's still just pulling tires with rope. Well, that's state of the art training technology. Like, you look why doesn't he have like the Bowflex 58 <laughs> or whatever it's called? You know, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, you, uh, it's, I think it's more like uh, you ever go watch any of those UFC or uh, mixed martial arts guys yeah, fight? Yeah. They're always pulling tires and stuff. Maybe that's just state-of-the-art training mm-hmm. techniques now, you know, and he's just doing whatever they uh I mean, I'm not going to judge. We're getting the, way the into Batman. the tire yeah, and the rope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to judge the way the Batman trains. The Batman's a badass. It's been yeah. firmly established. Um, but, yeah, there's a and lot of shots. here's the only thing that worried me. Hmm. I'll tell you the only thing. They got – I saw one shot where it shows Bruce Wayne as a kid getting – his parents getting shot. Yes. I was like, son of a bitch. If you give me an origin story, if you bog me down with origin right now, I'm going to get mad. That better be no more than a minute. I'll, in get, flashbacks. I'll give them five minutes. If they, if, if in total, not yeah. in one chunk, yeah. but you know, if they like go back to it, it's like a little bit here, Bruce Wayne squee- scream. And then, you know, later in the movie, it cuts back and then you see the gun firing, uh, mm-hmm. looks back him holding his arms up. Ah! Yeah. Like we don't need, we don't you need know? them to tell us what happened. They just need to show us. The scene, and like you said, break it up as the movie goes on. Yeah, um, you know, he wakes up in a cold sweat, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Ah, him and his parents." You know, that's cool. Like, just hint to it. But I swear to God, if you give me way too much backstory on these characters when they've already all had their own movies a thousand times, like, stop it. Not you know? to mention, this is a character who's existed in media for over fifty years. We know the story of Bruce Wayne. We know that his parents were killed, and then he took up a vendetta against crime to become the Batman. Uh, what was that uh, rapper that did uh, "Pimp My Ride"? Uh, 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 Ludacris. No, it wasn't. Was Ludacris. it not Ludacris? That's racist, Corey. Just because it's a black guy. <laughs> I thought it was. Lud- I totally thought it was Ludacris. No, it's no, the other it guy. Was, um... He has. Go- he's got a great smile, and he's he's all happy. And he all was acts- it the guy who ruined the last Halloween movie? Maybe it was. Was it the trick or treat? <laughs> was it that guy? Is that Buster Rhymes? Is bro? it Buster Rhymes? That's not it either. It's not Buster. Anyway, Man, I feel really bad for not remembering the Pimp My Ride guy. Anyway, he he always said, "So we heard you like Batman, so we killed your parents." And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Anyway, then oh I was, god, that's yeah. great." And then you just see a crying kid. Was it corner. Exhibit? Exhibit. Is that who it was? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I'd remember that. Yeah, I actually kind of liked that show. That well, I like that yeah. show. The first season was kind of cool. Yeah. And speaking of Pimp My Ride, uh, we also get our better looks at uh, the Batmobile in this movie. We actually get to see uh-huh. it in action. Um, out of all of the scenes from my trail uh, from the trailer from the Batman versus Superman, I think my favorite shot was the final one 
where it looks like the Batmobile had just crashed into yeah. this like gas station or somewhere out in the country, almost out on the uh, outskirts of what could maybe be Gotham or maybe Metropolis. And Superman just rips off the top paneling and throws the doors to the side. And what does Batman do? He just gets right up in his face, yeah. doesn't even flinch. Cut to black. Batman versus Superman set to the chorus. <laughs> it <laughs> makes it so some freaking Attack epic. on Titan tune comes <laughs> exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not even, uh, there's so many other little moments. Like, a, a lot of people didn't even notice upon first glance that uh, there was a Robin suit in the Batman versus Superman trailer, which is a massive detail. And uh, there's a scene where Bruce Wayne is walking through what I'm guessing is the Batcave. And it looks like had, the Batcave. Yeah, and, and it seems like he has, like, all of his old suits and gear all set up. And as sort of like a tribute to a previous Robin, there's this Robin suit. You can even see the R on it, but yeah. it's covered in this spray paint, which is green, and it says, ha, 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 the joke's on you. Clearly, this is a reference to the Joker and the fact that the Joker actually killed one of the Robins, known as Jason Todd, who goes on to become the Red Hood. They're totally going to do a Red Hood movie down the line. I guarantee it, which is going to involve Batman, they're, they're, Red Hood, and Joker. Maybe even a few others. They're planting so many seeds. Well, mm. they have to. We've all discussed this a thousand times. I kind of don't want to beat it to death on this podcast. But that uh, DC is shoving uh, you know, five movies worth that Marvel did mm-hmm. into one movie to plant the seeds of their universe. Mm-hmm. And so they got a Robin seed. They got Wonder Woman. They got Aquaman. They got a Joker, a straight-up Joker uh, hint, you know, mm-hmm. they they probably have other things in there that we don't even know about yet that are mm-hmm. obvious going to be. There's a big world with a lot of people. And, uh, and speaking of the Joker, if you don't mind, let's shift uh, gears to the Suicide Squad. OK. Yeah. So the Suicide Squad is pretty much this awesome concept of all these bad guys from the DC universe get mm-hmm. pulled in to become the Suicide Squad to go on really dangerous missions. And uh, we just got our first trailer of it. And Will Smith's in it. Uh, some hot chick playing Harley Quinn. I think her name is Margot Robbie. She was uh, the actress from The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, you watch that movie, you'll oh, get Oh, that to chick see was the... so hot. Oh, yeah. She was retarded hot. Mm-hmm. She's like, which... you get confused around her hot. Yeah, <laughs> which is which is good. You know, she is playing Harley Quinn, who's always been known for being uh, a yeah. very sexual character. Yes, absolutely. She always had that sort of thing. And we also got our first uh, footage of the Joker, mm-hmm. which is definitely going to be its own take on the Joker. Yes, yeah. without a doubt. But Jared I'm Leto's... actually not as off-put as I thought I was. Well, I just got to see it. Uh, I think that's the one thing that uh, The Last Joker taught me is that I hated it when I first saw it, mm-hmm. and then I saw it, and that was like an instant classic, and so I'm just going to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. But it looks like Jared Leto, though, and I don't yeah. kind of like that because I'm um, having a hard time separating. It looks just like a fucked up Jared Leto. A little bit, yeah. So. Um, I mean, that that is kind of a, trou- uh, a problem. Also, I noticed, too, while watching the trailer, and this is something they can fix up maybe be, uh, when they do the editing – um, when you see him at the very end, uh, it, it almost looks like he puts makeup on. Like, it doesn't look like his actual skin color is just pure, like, white. Um, and the only reason I say that is because you can actually see some of, like, his complexion coming out, maybe due to the lighting or something. Well, um, that's also, if this, wasn't this, that how the last Joker was? He actually put makeup on. Yeah, he on. just he just slapped me. We never even saw that happen, which I still think was a good decision. But, I mean, you know, uh, traditionally in the comics, uh, the Joker, his skin has been bleached white. His his lips are red. His his hair is green. Like that is his natural color, due to an unnatural event. Yeah, but at the same time, that's not real. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen. I mean, to th- but this is a comic. I mean, my only reason I say this because like, why go a hundred percent on Killer Croc, but not on the Joker? You know, I get you. And Killer Croc, I have to say, um, I was a little apprehensive. He looked great in the trailer. I think. Oh well, yeah, I for the two the seconds of, we saw. Him. Yeah, I know. For but I loved seconds. the look of that makeup. 
and yeah. all the extra little effects they added to it. Like, he looks really menacing and cool, and I really can't wait to see what they're going to do with that character because I've been a, waiting to see Killer Croc big on old screen. Head. We'll yeah, it's going to be awesome. We'll see how that looks. I, I mm-hmm. thought his head looked way too big for his body, mm-hmm. so hopefully it doesn't look ridiculous uh, because he's just not – he's bulked up, but he's human yeah. bulked up. Not monster bulked up, mm-hmm. but yet he has a monster head. Yeah. So it's sort of weird. But I'm only commenting on that one group picture I saw. Yeah. And the trailer did did show you him, but it didn't show you in relation to the rest of his body. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort I mean, of... there were two shots of Croc in the trailer. Oh, were there? One where, uh, I saw that he... hooded one, you know? Yeah, like... yeah, the hooded one where it's like the front and center, like, look at his face, which that was, I was like, ooh, he does look cool. Um, and then you have the shot where they're actually wheeling him out, kind of like Hannibal Lecter. He's like all tied down and he even has like a thing over his face. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can see that. I saw that shot. I didn't know that was him though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Killer Croc. I had to like freeze frame. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Croc right there. Um, but there's still a lot of other villains in the movie. Like some of which I'm not even all too familiar with. Some of which I think I'm like, wow, such a bold decision to go with such a C list DC villain. And I know I'm about to piss someone off for saying this because he is a popular character, but, uh, you know, I don't even know if you'll know him. His name is Captain Boomerang. Negative. I don't know Captain who that Boomerang. is. Captain Boomerang, yeah. He's, um, basically, he's just sort of an Australian ter- uh, stereotype. Um, his were you going to say Australian are, uh, terrorists? Is that what you were about to say? Something like that. <laughs> uh, he's an Australian stereotype, and his two weapons are these two boomerangs, which he uses with extreme precision. Basically, he's Australian Deadshot with boomerangs. That's okay. the whole shtick of that character. He's the guy from uh, Mad Max. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the weird little yeah. freaky kid from Mad Max. Grown up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not really feeling uh, Captain Boomerang so much, but he is a popular classic character in the DC Universe. And uh, that if sounds you guys actually very like old school comic book. Oh, he you is. Know? I mean, just say his Captain name. Boomerang. Yeah, the yeah. evil of Captain Boomerang. Yes. <laughs> but what I love about it, uh, and this is actually a recommendation from me before you see Suicide Squad, check out the uh, animated DC movie Assault on Arkham, which is about the Suicide Squad and uh, this mission that they go on to uh, try and kill the Riddler in uh, Arkham Asylum. It's also connected to the Arkham Batman video game. I, it sounds like it, because whenever you say Arkham now, I always think of the Batman video yeah. games. Uh, but it has a lot of the same people who worked in it, and it'll give you sort of a preview. Not all the different members of the Suicide Squad are there. There's some that are sort of interchanged, but you're still going to get, like, Harley Quinn, and you're going to get Deadshot and everything. And speaking of Deadshot, just from, like, seeing this trailer, it really seems like he's going to be one of the more important characters of the movie. And that makes sense. You know why? Because it is Will Smith. That's exactly what I was, I was yeah, like. Exactly. You don't fucking cast Will Smith in a group movie and then not make him, like, head honcho. Exactly. You know? In fact, he had most of the dialogue from the trailer, um, some of which he even had the most uh, cringeworthy line for me from the trailer. Which was which what? Which was the, uh, let's go save the world, blah, 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 blah. Like, something about that just put me out. I, like, eh, I don't know. Um, I just, welcome to America, bitch, or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> welcome to Earth! <laughs> you know, that needs just... to happen. Why, is he in, why isn't he in the sequel to yeah. Independence Day that's supposedly coming out? Oh, he, Will Smith's not in it? No. Is, uh, what's his name in it? Jeff Goldblum, I believe, is returning. It's like, um, uh, aliens? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, candy bars, <laughs> butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. But on yeah, the- Suicide Squad, um, the trailer's really good, it's really dark, and there's so many little things in it that are hidden. Like, there is this one quick three-second shot of Batman where he's on top of the Joker's car, which is great because, of course, they're tying it into the universe of Batman versus Superman. And uh, I'm really curious to see, like, how this whole timeline thing's going to work, like, Suicide Squad, like, where it takes place. I'm guessing well after Batman versus Superman. I agree. Uh, and I think that it's really cool that they're just straight up putting a Batman versus Joker scene in there. 
Mm-hmm. Or that's Harley Quinn in the car. Mm-hmm. Or it's both of them. Well, actually, if you freeze frame, you can see that the Joker is indeed driving the car. And I believe that uh And I've Harley seen Quinn... the lead set, set photos mm-hmm. of uh, of Joker. And I, I've just seen all those. Yeah. I've seen so that scene you being You add filmed. those up. You put the dots together. Yeah. You can pretty much see what they're trying to do here. But it looks like Joker and Harley Quinn are trying to get away from Batman. And he's right on top of the car, which is great. And I'm, I'm also glad that he's not going to be a main point of the movie. But at least they're including him. And that's a really good idea for people who are like, what the hell is the suicide? squad they watch that trailer their first thought when they see that is that is that batman this is a batman movie then they see joker and then they finally put all the pieces together oh yeah this is going to be something special that movie here's the one thing so many characters a lot of establishing to do how do they handle that well i don't know but i feel like they can but it's going to be a lot of establishing i don't think they're going to handle it well i think they're going to focus on like two or three members and everybody else is just going to be side characters. They're just going to be red shirts? Not red shirts, but... I want to say red shirts, but they're not going to be as... Uh, time is not going to be as invested in them. Like, this is not going to be a vehicle Will Smith gets... for Killer Croc. Yeah. You know? He's not getting his own movie. You know, and, and that makes sense. Killer Croc is more of a muscle-bound villain who just works for people, and he's just big and angry. But characters like Deadshot, characters like Harley Quinn, and that trailer made it seem like Harley Quinn is probably going to be one of the focal points of this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either that or they just wanted to show off more of Margot Robbie, which, put bring some, it on! Put some more hot chicks in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there are a few more members uh, that are female, like you have uh, Katana, who they showed a lot in the trailer. And what I like about her is that she actually does have her comic costume, like she has the mask on and everything. And uh, like I said, they also, they just do a great job of tying it in at the beginning of the trailer. Uh, Amanda Waller, who is the uh, the person who puts together the Suicide Squad, she even mentions, you know, ever since Superman arrived... He's been like a beacon for all these crazy people to come out. Yes. Uh, so they're, again, just doing a really great job of bringing everything together. Uh, but I was a little apprehensive, but that first trailer really got me excited, uh, especially seeing Will Smith in the Deadshot outfit. I thought that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn was amazing. What I think is really funny, and uh, you know, th- this is happens all the time when these trailers come out. Uh, the fan reaction has been very mixed. You know, there are people who love it. There are people who hate it. There are people who are like, eh, it's okay. Um, one of the biggest complaints that I've heard from the trailer, and this might be fixed later, I'm not sure, and to me it's not even really that big a deal, is the fact that Harley Quinn does not have an accent. Do you know what I mean by that? What is her accent supposed to be? Canadian? It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> that's the thing, no. Um, a lot of people have debated, like, what her accent truly is. It is kind of a New York, Jer- New Jersey oh, sounding. Oh, Jersey, yeah. Kind of, she know. sounds like an annoying Jersey girl. Yeah. 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 Um, but... They're not really doing that. Maybe uh, they will. Maybe it's because we didn't get to hear her as well in the trailer. You know, honestly, she barely has any speaking lines in the trailer whatsoever. And there's a scene where she was possibly just dubbed over. But we're going to have to see. But that seems to be the thing most people are bitching about is the fact that Harley Quinn doesn't sound like Harley mm, Quinn. That doesn't and, bother uh, me. You know, the, and then, of course, there's the whole Joker thing. That's, again, just a very love-hate kind of unsure kind of thing you know i'm I'm honestly okay with it i'm ready for a different interpretation of the joker and i honestly think that jared leto could bring some really nice craziness to the role i mean he looks like he's having a lot of fun oh yeah and he's a damn good actor Mm -hmm. didn't he win an oscar last year uh i have no idea he did the only thing i ever remember him from is from american psycho and he gets killed in that like real quick he's also in uh, by batman uh what's that dream movie that's all depressing uh, uh, oh no! Rec room for a dream. Uh, it's like that movie you only watch once. So overrated. 
Fuck you, Corey. That movie's good. <laughs> the movie's good. Every time we talk about Requiem for a Dream, it always ends up in an argument. It's a very good artsy film. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be the best. It's not the most well-structured story, but it's got strong visuals and a very sad message. Yes. And it's got one of the Waynes brothers not being a comedian, which is strange. That is strange. Yeah. That's anyway, really weird. let's get back but, on topic. Uh, again, Suicide Squad, I think it looks really good. But again, I have to reserve full judgment until I see the final product. Okay. Yeah, uh, same thing. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Let me throw that out there. Did you I'm have excited. a favorite part from the trailer? Uh, the Batman stuff. Which just, is... <laughs> just the one shot of Batman. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck all these awesome, interesting characters. Give me Batman again. Put Batman in it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so that sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, let's move. On. Let's move on. I want to yeah. do Fear Fear of the Walking Dead. So. Fear of the Walking Dead. All right, let's take a break from DC. Let's talk about yeah. the next big spinoff in the Walking Dead series. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Okay, so why are they making this? One, the Walking Dead is so well the money follow the money you follow you know you know what's going on but fear the walking dead is interesting to me because one it's going to fill the time slots in between the walking dead because the walking dead does like what is it mid seasons Mm -hmm. or they do like one season split yeah they do a season they'll take a couple months and they'll come right back to it and those shows are hard to make ton of special effects a lot of explosions and shit mm-hmm. like and there's a lot of a lot episodes, of extras a lot of extras big locations yeah so because of that they split it up like uh we live in georgia and they film the walking dead here and it comes out like what the beginning of the year or it comes out like mid-year and mm-hmm. end of the year yeah and it seems like fear the walking dead is going to come out in the other spots the times mm-hmm. in between so now you're going to get walking dead four times a year yeah which is pretty cool it is and uh eventually i bet they'll merge them They'll mm-hmm. probably merge the universes. If not merge them, they'll at least be some sort of crossover where maybe they run into those characters or maybe uh-huh. they reference something about them. Maybe they actually go to a location that they were at at some point. Yeah, you know, that's something The Walking Dead, even Game of Thrones do. Like, you'll see characters almost interact and they, like, cross by each other, like, mm-hmm. by a few feet and they don't even realize it. Kind of interesting. But Fear of the Walking Dead is also more interesting to me than The Walking Dead because uh, it's all about when society breaks down and The mm-hmm. Walking Dead happens. And I find that interesting because uh, the actual Walking Dead series, which follows mostly Rick Grimes and his group, uh, he just woke up in the hospital after getting shot and the world had gone to shit. Mm-hmm. And, but this one, you get to see as a, from a family's perspective as the world goes to shit very slowly. Uh, well, not so slowly. They even say in the trailer mm-hmm. when society breaks down, it breaks down quite fast. Yeah. And so interesting. I'm very excited to see riot police or zombies and, you know, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing and the chaos and the news program. And the that's always something that interests me is the the chaos of like the when shit goes wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I remember years ago yeah. uh, when we uh, finally had just gotten old enough to start seeing R-rated movies in theaters. One of the first ones that we saw was the remake of Dawn of the Dead. And I yes. uh, really loved that one. I is that the one in the mall? It is. I love well, that the, movie. The, the original's in the mall, too. Um, but you know what I mean. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember walking out of that theater, and of course when we're done with movies, we always hang out and talk about it. Yeah. And uh, I remember you specifically saying, like, my favorite scene in that movie was the opening scene when you get to see society just break down and destroy itself. Yeah. Because uh, that's kind of what they're doing with The Fear of yes. the Walking Dead. But I kind of hope they take a slower pace with it. Cause like, I kind of hope the first episode, like it takes a couple before society completely collapses. And that's the other thing. These zombies aren't, uh, aren't a virus like uh, 28 days later where they run at you and they can mm-hmm. fuck up a ton of people really fast. The, you wouldn't know it by seeing these people run. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the reason these zombies uh, take a while to take over is because they are slow and there's still a ton of cops. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got guns cause it's fucking America. 
and uh, it's going to take a while for it to go bad, you know. But it's like probably the first season is all it going bad, mm-hmm. and I I love it. Take a whole season yeah. to it, and we need to care about these characters. Yes, because Rick Grimes and their group is just badass zombie ballers. Like mm-hmm. so, it's going to take a lot of work to bring the shitty Fire Lord. Uh, from the Avatar movie, as you know, that... he's about the only actor that I uh, recognized from the bunch. Uh, his wife or ex-wife, I can't quite tell their dynamic. I recognize her. Mm-hmm. His son, I don't recognize. And uh, also, I find it interesting because all the scenes in The Walking Dead look like my backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm going to get to see a Walking Dead in L.A., which I don't know very well. Yeah, that's so different. It's kind yeah. of a different perspective mm-hmm. as well. And what a great way to cash in on the series. Just restart it. Same universe. Put some people over here. Watch their journey. Mm-hmm. And if it sucks, they'll cancel it. But they yeah. probably won't. Because they've gotten five seasons. They know how to make this show. Mm-hmm. They're just going to make it over I mean, here now. I, just just you talking about it has gotten me more excited mm-hmm. for this one than the actual show. Because I really do hope they show the whole progress of the destruction of mankind due to the zombies. And yep. the slow buildup of that. Because you know there isn't just like an army of zombies like that. They slowly have to infect people and bite people, and you get to see that happen. And uh, another weird comparison to other zombie classics is uh, the movie Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Which is a comedy, but it's still a zombie movie. And I love how in the beginning of the movie they show that slow buildup to little by little people turning into zombies and then, like, eating pigeons on the street and stuff. Like, I want to see that happen and with a little more, like, drama behind it. And like you said, it's going to make us care about these people a lot more. Yeah, we've got to. And that's the one thing The Walking Dead's good at, a lot like Game of Thrones. They build up great characters. They don't care who they kill. And they they only are uh, uh, slaves to the story. And whatever serves the story is what they'll do. So I think that they'll do really good Fear the Walking Dead. And I'm glad it comes out in between seasons of the original Walking mm-hmm. Dead. And so four times a year you get a Walking Dead season now. Uh, or mid-seasons. Well, however the you the merchandising rights alone will make them rich <laughs> beyond their wildest dreams. I know, I know. Yeah. Dude, it's it's great. I'm it's, very excited It's going about to be it. insane. But yeah, that uh, that's another really good TV show. Uh, keeping in the vein of uh, The Walking Dead. There's going to be another horror-themed show coming out this uh, Halloween on Octo- uh, on Stars, Stars Network, the movie channel. It is going to be Ash versus The Evil Dead. Woo! Now, this is something I honestly never thought would ever happen. Which I is thought he tr- was so done with that series. Yeah, but he's so embracing everything then they, then they brought a suitcase it. of money. And yeah. he's like, okay, I'm cool. Honestly, I really don't think that's the case. <laughs> I'm kidding, Campbell. I'm kidding. I really yeah. do feel that he knows that this is the movie that has made his career. He's been in some great uh, movies. He's had some great cameos and been on TV. But at the Remember end of the day. Remember that time he wouldn't let uh, Spider-Man into the play? Yeah. That's, he was that, also that's best the role. wrestling announcer in the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, He's yes, actually in every single Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. And why is that? Because Sam Raimi created the Evil Dead. What was uh, he in the third one? Um, in the third one, ooh, I completely forgot, but he is totally in it. Of course he's in it, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, he has a role in every single movie, which is always really great, but uh, if you guys have not seen The Evil Dead, you know what, skip the first one. Watch Evil Dead 2, because it's technically... And Armies of Darkness. And Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, to me, is more of the theme of what this TV show is going for. A little more campy, aware... Less horror. Less horror, more fun, but still uh, has the same identity, mm-hmm. you know? I'd actually say it's almost like a mix. Because they're not trapped in a cabin the whole time. No. But it's not as campy as Army of Darkness. Mm-mm. So it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So. But it holds a lot of those elements. Um, but what's really cool is that this is like a true sequel to Army of Darkness. And it's not a movie, and I'm kind of okay with that. I like the fact that it's going to be on a, uh, a movie network. So that way they can still kind of go crazy with the effects and make it real bloody and gory. They can still yeah. use the language they used. 
Um, but Bruce Campbell just, you know, he brings so much energy to that role. And it's it's just so funny seeing, like, an older geriatric version of Ash getting ready to fight, like, against all of these creepy monsters and zombies. And the entire trailer has this just, like, really great, like, dark comedy overtones to it. Like, there's this one scene where they walk up on this house and they're getting ready to go inside and start fighting against some demons. And uh, you have Ash. He has his brand new buddy who's one of his co-workers, Pablo, yeah. who worked at the uh, the Mini Mart. And they're getting ready to go in and, you know... Ash has a chainsaw arm and a, and a shotgun, but Pablo just has, like, this little broken beer bottle, and they're talking about, like, look, I helped you sharpen it earlier, but it's, like, it's not a very good weapon, and you have to stab a dude, like, 50 times. And there's this shot of Bruce Campbell stabbing this, like, monster, like, 50 times in the throat as this blood. He's just like, ah, ah! And he's just like, you know, you'd think he'd be used to this shit by now, but he still reacts just the way he did, like, in the old movies, and his reactions are just hilarious. I also yes. love the shot where he uh, jumps in midair and actually has the chainsaw attached to his arm very very it almost looks like he like raises the chainsaw with jedi mind powers in Mm -hmm. one scene i think i think someone throws it to him and it's kind of like a it's kind of like that one scene in army of darkness where uh he actually catches it as well yes and just boom brings it on like it's just so freaking classic and it just looks like it's gonna have a lot of practical effects like i saw a lot of monsters practicals uh, which looks really really good it always looks better on screen and uh it's the only thing the only negative i have about it is that i don't have stars Yes. Like, I'm not going to be able to watch this show, and so it you're absolutely gonna kills me. So you're going to just wait for it to come out on DVD. Oh, Pretty you're going to pirate it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what you're going to do. I might. <laughs> uh, but no, like, if it's as good as it is, um, I might have to check it out, like, on uh, DVD, because it looks like a lot of fun. And uh, the timing for it is perfect. It's coming out this Halloween, so it'll be the uh, perfect mixture of laughs and scares. I cannot wait to see the return of Ash versus the Evil Dead, the next chapter in the Evil Dead franchise. It, it sounds good. Uh, one of the other things I want to get on before we get back to some of the bigger, you know, like our Deadpools and our X-Men Apocalypses and our Star Wars panel and that sort of thing, is Con Man, because uh, I forget these actors' names. Do you remember yeah, any I'm of them? Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, do that. But anyway, the idea of Con Man is not a guy that takes advantage of people. It's a gentleman that used to be famous in, uh, is it Serenity or Firefly? Was it? Serenity was the movie. Mm-hmm. Firefly was the show, the Josh Wheaton show. Uh, everyone knows Josh Wheaton. He did the Avengers. He did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He did Angel. He did uh, Firefly. So the point is, the captain from Firefly and the uh, pilot. It's kind of like a prank on, or like a alternate universe of them. How would you describe this short show, Corey? I'm really. Oh, failing. you're asking the wrong guy. I watched like five minutes of it and fell asleep. Okay, well, it's anyway, not my type of sci-fi. Firefly is a sci-fi show where this guy is kind of like. He's kind of like a Han Solo. He's a herder, nerf herder, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes around. <laughs> he smuggles stuff. He does things. I'm really the wrong guy to explain yeah. Firefly. Uh, the point is, they go on adventures in space. They're renegade rebels. You know, they got the fucking Confederate flag behind their their spaceship, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, they crash into another spaceship that also has the flag. And then you got the guy in the corner. God don't like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> God don't like ugly. And uh, I know someone gets that. The internet. And someone gets that and uh so anyway it's a kind of a prank on that if you've ever seen that movie galaxy quest it's very much like that it's like a prank on the whole convention scene where actors get pigeonholed into this one role and then they go to conventions and for the rest of their life you know they have people going to them like this live long and prosper you know and they're like mm-hmm. fuck you know like this just is- these old jaded actors is like fuck you guys only care about one role i did back in the 80s yeah nothing else after that and it's cool because i think it's a television show yes it's a mm-hmm. show it's, it has episodes it's exclusive on vimeo and vimeo is a lot like youtube uh, except it has better encoding and the videos look better 
So yeah, the other thing I really like about Con Man is I just really appreciate them making this a show and also producing it independently. Mm-hmm. I think they even had, uh, oh, who's the lead singer from Black Flag that they had? Henry Rollins was mm-hmm. there. And the whole point of the show is it was crowdfunded because mm-hmm. people who really like those actors from Serenity and Firefly, they got together and they said, hey, we want to make like a parody show on our lives now after that because we have this weird cult following about the show and we want it to be crowdfunded. And, but then there's Henry Rollins and he's like, I'll do it but only if it isn't crowdfunded, you know? And <laughs> Very so, nice riff on that. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of like doing a joke on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think Con Man looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Will I pay to watch it on Vimeo? I don't know. But, uh, man, my girlfriend is such like a Josh Wheaton head, you know, like she loves everything he's done. Mm-hmm. And she brought up a good point that Josh Wheaton makes very good, strong female characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he made Buffy, you know, like Buffy's a show pretty much. You know, about women. It is a show. Yeah, it's a show about women. <laughs> yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, but then he had to proactively change that into Angel because he's like, mm. you know, manpower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. Um, but the, uh, the main lead you were talking about uh, of uh, Steve Man, the Pirate? his name is Alan Tudyk. Oh, yeah. That is his name. I've seen him in a lot of things. He's had so many little cameo roles. Um, but we'll always, like you said, remember him as uh, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Um, yeah, that's uh, he's going to be the lead, and uh, it's great. He, he looks like he's going to play a great version of this like jaded actor, which I think is going to be yes. really, really funny. Yes. Like you said, it's very much like Galaxy Quest, just without the whole sci-fi element of the aliens actually taking them. It takes place in the real world, which makes it all the more excruciating for these actors who have to constantly go through this. But the concept, I think, is the most funny thing in the world, because there are a lot of actors like this who literally just like live the rest of their lives going to these conventions and hearing fans... And whenever you go to these conventions, what I think is one of the funniest things is, like, you can just, you can tell just by looking at certain people, like, there are people who are really happy to be there, and then there are those who's like, fuck this, I hate my fans. $20 is a, uh, an autograph. Yeah. And they're like, I don't really want an autograph, I just yeah. want a selfie. They're like, $20. Yeah, you walk up there, oh man, I loved you in this, and you were amazing. Thanks. <laughs> you know it's just like god these guys don't even look like they're enjoying any of this yeah and you'll see that a lot like at dragon con when we go there there there's this room which is mm-hmm. famous people yeah like lou ferrigno was there the green ranger the black ranger mm-hmm. uh one of the doctor who's was there uh george Ro- not george romero was it george romero no uh, it was no, no. who was that guy that was in the zombie movies that has the leather jacket that's famous for horror movies uh do you know who i'm talking oh, about black man. hair um, Tom Savini. Tom Savini was there. Wait, I don't think that's who you're talking about, no. but I did meet Tom Savini. I got him to sign my Jason mask. I got the guy that played Robocop to mm-hmm. sign my Robocop poster. There you go, Peter you know, Weller. Peter Weller. Like, so there's this room, but you get to see all the kinds of them. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of them. Very there's... degrees. Like, there are some out there, like, you know, there, there are actors like uh, the guy who played the Green and the White Ranger from Power yes. Rangers. They're into like, it. He totally embraces the fact that he was a part of this yeah. massive franchise and will continue to be a part of it. Like, he's got all these people around him, and they're all doing, like, the go go power rangers thing yeah you had uh freaking morphin time yeah, you know, exactly like... <laughs> everybody at the same time and like everybody's jacked up you had a uh, ralph macchio from karate kid yeah he was there huge crowd of people around him and this dude is just so happy to be around his fans and just because he's not working no, he's not. <laughs> but also you know he appreciates that they really cared about yeah that no movie, the point you know? is he's into it yeah and uh, but then you just see the actresses that were hot in the 70s that are there and they're like, why doesn't anyone care about me anymore? It's like, because you were only there for your tits and yeah. they're gone now. I'm sorry, you're old. And no one wants to pay $70 to get a selfie with you. Yeah. 
But I mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, there are certain people who just they don't want to be there, and that's what's going to be funny about this movie too. Is just because it's a lot of different conventions. Um, something that I think is really funny because yes. a lot of the times when they have like a big comic convention or an anime convention, uh, a lot of the time it's shared like on the same weekend as another convention. Like yes. I remember a few years ago, we went to an anime convention, and right next to it was like a uh, like a solid wood desk. And like fixtures convention, <laughs> or or there was a and there mother- were like five people walking in this room, a motherhood convention. Mm-hmm. I remember that, and so there were people like with all these stroller models and mm-hmm. car seats, and then there's fucking like you know the avatar walking around, and like <laughs> yeah, and there's Naruto. All these around yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. And even in that con man trailer, there's like there's like I think a fake baby convention or like a baby doll convention, yeah, and that, people yeah. were walking around with them and stuff, and just getting to see the people in costume like in the convention setting. That's a really, really clever idea and something that I think will make for a lot of really good, awkward comedy. And it'll make it so most people can relate to that. I think a lot Mm. of people have been to conventions. Mm. And the people that haven't, they'll find that setting very interesting. Exactly. So Con Man, definitely something to check out. Something that blew my mind. And I was like, that's a great idea. Mm. And it's original. And the actor can kind of play a joke. Because that guy hasn't... He works, but I don't Mm. feel like he's ever gotten away from Firefly. Because he'll always be the the pilot from the ship, you know? So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? Um, Let's get back. You want to get back to the big hitters? Yeah, let's get back um, on track here. Let's finish up with DC. Uh, These are basically just announcements, nothing that they've really shown quite yet. Um, But something that I've been really impressed with from DC is that they do these animated movies, and sometimes they're hit or miss, but I've seen a few that have been really good. I think Batman Under the Red Hood is one of the best Batman movies, period. And I think that Assault on Arkham movie was also handled really well. Um, But they're also going to be uh, animating one of the most classic Batman comics of all time, which is Alan Moore's The Killing Joke, which is, without a doubt, probably the quintessential Joker comic which is all about the Joker, huge spoiler alert, by the way, Uh, the Joker actually kidnapping Commissioner Gordon, paralyzing his daughter Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, basically putting her out of commission for a long period of time. Uh, And then you had Batman, who had no choice but to go and stop him. And of course there's a lot more to it, but the artwork and the story is amazing. It also sort of details a little bit of what the Joker's backstory could possibly be, about the fact that he was the original Red Hood, and it was actually Batman who pushed him into a vat of chemicals, which forced and made him go crazy and turned him into the Joker. Um, but just, the he fact just needed that, some therapy. He just yeah. needs to man up and deal with that shit instead of... Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> he was already a pretty unstable guy to begin with, but they're actually going to be animating this, and I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with it. I really can't wait to see what sort of art style they're going to use, because that comic has a very distinctive style to it. In fact, it's one of the best-looking comics I think I've ever looked at. It just looks so perfect it's got one of the best freaking joker designs i've ever seen and i can't wait to see who they're going to get for the uh, the voices and everything and the comic is also known for having incredibly dark source material it is very disturbing one of the creepiest joker stories that i've ever seen the things that he puts commissioner gordon and his daughter through in that book is downright some of the sickest shit that i've ever seen and if you look at some it's of the kind old... of like to me joker always did fucked up things to people mm-hmm. but batman would always show up after they got done. Yeah. He would never like, or like with Robin mm-hmm. in that one story where he makes Robin go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, they, they kind of highlight what he did to Robin, but a lot of it's just show up and Robin's like all smiley and fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then, with, but with this one, it's like, let's take a deep dive into what Joker does to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. And that's why it just seems so much different and mm-hmm. darker a realer and Batman saying it's darker than a Batman. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird because Batman's already sort of a dark thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and also, um, 
it hints that like Batman. I'm just going to spoil things. This fucking book's been out a long time. Yeah. But it hints like Batman might kill Joker at the end. Yeah. You know, like, that's hint- one of the big conflicts. Is like Batman's like finally realized. Look, you and me are you know Batman and the Joker. Like we're going to kill each other eventually. We have yeah. got to stop this. We yeah. have got to find a way to like come to peace with each other. But it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know. I mean, and- they're destined to kill each other or you know, destroy each other in some way. Psychologically. Yeah. Or on some level, you know? Mm-hmm. So that looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they haven't, unfortunately, th- that's the I thing. I haven't heard too unfortunately, much. Unfortunately, it's the... just an announcement, uh, but I really can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. I really hope they go big budget with this one um, because some of the DC animated movies look good. Some of them look bad. Some of them have great animation. Some of them have crappy artwork. I hope this is going to be a good combination of both animation and artwork. I am excited for that one, though. Uh, but leading right off that, we do have one more big announcement for the DC Universe and another big movie that's going to tie into Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad is the Green Lantern Corps. It has been announced. It's official. Only a few years after the failed Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie are we finally going to get a new movie. And the fact that it's called Green Lantern Corps has me more excited because that means they might actually focus on the Green Lanterns themselves and less on the shitty stories that happen on Earth. Yeah, I feel like the Green Lantern Corps was... I didn't see the uh, Green Lantern, the first one, because everyone just told me how bad it was. Didn't miss much. Yeah, I didn't miss much. But the point is, uh, if Ryan Reynolds couldn't save it, it must have really been bad. It was pretty bad. And the other thing is, uh, the Green Lantern Corps, the mythos around the Green Lantern concept is way more interesting to me mm-hmm. than just watching a dude with superpowers make walls with his ring. Exactly. And make big fists or fake guns and shoot guys. Like, none of that seems that interesting to me. It doesn't seem anything I haven't seen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I always hated the Green Lantern because this kid I knew when I was younger liked the Green Lantern. He was very annoying, so he made me very jaded towards the Green Lantern. And he would wear the stupid Green Lantern ring. But it, Well, it depends on what Green Lantern you're talking about. The Green Lantern mythos. Let me just say that. Just he, in general. I was just like, eh, I don't like Green Lantern because that, <laughs> that loser liked it. That's mean. I know. But we all go through life and different things happen. And that's my journey. And um, so, but uh, yeah, it, the Green Lantern uh, concept in a larger scale, you know, with the whole Green Lantern society is way cooler. Mm-hmm. You're missing something, though. They also announced Supergirl TV show coming out. Well, they... they... <laughs> Supergirl. Uh, they, I'm not a big fan of Supergirl. Uh, they actually showed this a while ago. Well, uh, uh, it was like another... a full trailer for it, and it's a just, season. It's, it's like, like small. She's a young girl in the city who's looking to make the best of her life. <laughs> I was like, just... damn, why are they starting it like this? I even agree. I was like, really? Is she the struggling intern getting coffee for people, and then she has to save the kids on the bus, and then everyone knows now? You know, it's like, damn. It's like this. This could be better, mm-hmm. but you got to understand they need to make things that chicks like. And I guess, I, I but I mean, I'd like rather have a show about crypto, the super dog. Than, they, they than, need, <laughs> they need, uh, you know, the devil, devil wears Prada superheroes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> devil wears Prada meets Superman. And it's awful. I don't like it at all. It literally is just female Superman. Like, yeah. you know, her Clark Kent is the secretary working and, you know, getting the coffee and all that bull crap. I just don't care. That's my only well, issue with it. This is why we only have eight percent female fans, Corey. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why we can never have anything nice. <laughs> yes, this but is yeah, why. honestly, I don't give a shit about Supergirl. I honestly hope it crashes and burns violently into some kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go X Men? 
we are going to go X Men, and actually we're gonna we're gonna you go to a Deadpool first. Yeah, okay. Um, because uh, as we mentioned, Green Lantern Corps, uh, the first movie, Ryan Reynolds didn't really work out for him, but he is going to be making a big comeback in the Deadpool movie, Boom. which has been uh, you know shown in a lot of social media over the course of the last couple months. So many pictures have been coming out, a lot of announcements. Comic Con trailer got leaked. It is not the official trailer. They say that the trailer will be out. Our cell phone's getting weeks. better because that fucking video looks like shit. Come yeah. on, man. Let's get some better <laughs> cell phone video yeah. out here. But it, uh, the trailer really sort of reaffirmed the fact that this is just going to be a fun, R rated, action filled ride, and they're just letting Ryan go crazy with it. Well, they got the right people writing it, they got mm-hmm. the right people with a good enough budget making it, mm-hmm. and they got Ryan Reynolds, which is hilarious. Yeah. Destined to play Deadpool, just mm-hmm. like uh, what's his name was destined to play Wolverine, mm-hmm. Hugh yeah. Jackman, just like uh, what's his name was destined to play Iron Man, mm-hmm. like all these guys, just perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, they have breaking the third wall. They have extreme violence with humor mixed in. They have Deadpool just not taking himself too seriously, but still delivering. Like they just have everything that makes Deadpool Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And the CGI's CGI eyes don't look too weird. They don't, and I'm really glad that it. You know, there's the white eyes. Like, yeah. he, just, he, he looks so perfect. Yeah. That's the one thing that I'm just like, God, they got his look so perfect. I think Deadpool maybe could be a little more jacked. And I mm-hmm. know that, that – but maybe that's because he's uh, – in comic books, they make everyone way too jacked. Yeah. They make him, you know, I know. gigantic. I, I think he's perfect. You do? Yeah, okay. because he's always been kind of a lean character. That, and, and what interpretation? There's many interpretations. There's, he, uh, there's yeah, I mean, Deadpool. originally when he was introduced, he was lean. And in the current comic series, he's always kind of got that same build. Like, yeah. he's, he's muscular, and but he's not, like, giant and jacked up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they got his swords, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're, his interpretation is perfect. Yeah. The Everything world, about the Deadpool character is there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just excited to see it. I don't know really what else to say. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole trailer really is just introducing Deadpool, who he is, what he does, and some of the side characters for the movie. And some of them are very surprising. Um, one of them is going to be the Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which according to uh, you know Deadpool himself is such a badass sounding name, <laughs> which I think is, is true. That's awesome. And then you also have Colossus from the X-Men. The guy that turns into a big silver dude. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? Hopefully this movie will do something with that character. Yes. Because... Do you remember Not anything to, cool from Colossus from the other movies I remember aside him from him getting, just standing around? I remember him getting killed by a sentinel. Yeah. I remember him punching through a wall. And I was like, oh, he's going to do so- Oh, he's not going to do anything. It's like I remember watching, uh, you know, <laughs> and I still think my favorite X-Men movie is uh, the second one, X2. Where the special forces come in the house? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a great scene. Great. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching that and just like, I was like, oh, my God, Colossus is in this? Holy shit, this is going to be the best X-Men movie. He has one scene the whole movie where he just, like, walks out, busts through a wall, Covers himself with his armor, gets shot a few times, and that's it. Next movie, what do they do? They have him throw Wolverine into a Sentinel, and that's it. And it's not even a real Sentinel at all. It's just a fake one that they're fighting in the danger room. And then, like you said, he ends up getting killed by one later on. So it's just like, this is the opportunity to do something with this character. character. Deserves some screen time. Yes. He just does. He does. And he's a badass. He, like, knocks around Deadpool in the trailer and stuff. But it also looks like he might be working with him as well. Yeah, and I think that that's important because Deadpool builds some other characters up, you know, throws some other characters in there. And it's weird because X-Men is like this weird property that's sort of owned by people, but yet they can't use certain people in certain things. And... <laughs> uh, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Um, I was watching a Comic-Con interview with Ryan Reynolds, and uh, he was saying, like, yeah, we, we, we took a lot of liberties with uh, using some of the X-Men characters. And going into this, we were like, how are we going to tie this into everything? What characters can we or can we not use? And the real answer is we just didn't give a shit. We just <laughs> went for it. 
And that's why you have Colossus in this movie and why he looks a little different than he did previously. In fact, he looks more like regular Colossus in the Deadpool movie. Like a dude with a crew cut. And yeah, a, he's got like the same hair and everything. Yeah. He just has the overall look for him. Yes. I don't know of any other characters that are going to be appearing in the movie, and that's because I just don't know we'll too much. We'll get more much. information as it gets closer. Um, yeah, they say there, there's this one villain whose name is Ajax. I'm not familiar with that character whatsoever. Maybe you guys are. He's a classic Marvel villain, apparently. Um, he's going to be one of the bad guys in the movie, and there could be a few others. Um, but the first trailer was awesome. Uh, like we said, it was leaked, but in a couple of weeks they are going to release the... Uh, brand new version of it which is probably going to be heavily edited because that was one of the most like just curse-filled trailers i think i've ever seen just like so much bad language and i mean it was funny though you know oh, yeah. in the context of what they can do with with deadpool and everything oh um, yeah like i especially love he's talking to this one guy who because uh, you actually and this is the one thing i'm still not sure about them showing deadpool's face so much i mean they have to it's ryan reynolds they oh you're talking about the actor you talking about tj miller's scene yeah with, with him yeah yeah when, when he said <laughs> your face looked like freddy krueger fucked a topographical map of utah yeah just it looks like you're... I'm a big fan of T.J. Miller. Yeah. yeah, so him being in the movie, I was just like, hell yeah. Face that's... looks like an old avocado that fucked another old avocado. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Deadpool's just taking it all in stride, so... Because he can take it and give it. That's the good thing exactly. about Deadpool, you know? Mm-hmm. He's he's really a comedian that happens to be a badass, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm glad. I also like that they recreated the uh, original test footage of him hanging out on the bridge and drawing the crayons and going in and fighting those guys. The soundtrack is also really funny too. I also like that they used uh, X going, give it to you. Yeah. I thought that was really clever and a nice play on the fact that he's set within the X-Men universe as well. Movie's just going to be fun. I hope they market it well because this is a movie that could potentially be a failure. And the only reason I say that is because it's an R rated superhero film and they don't generally do that well because this is not a movie that you can market to children. You guys got my 1250. I'm I mean, gonna see oh, that. I'll be there day one. Yeah, I'm like, going to be there. This is one. going to be a huge event. Yep, looks good. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of other X-Men's, X-Men's Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yes, yes. Yes, the next big chapter. Didn't really show much except footage of Apocalypse yeah. talking to Magneto. And even that wasn't like, you know, again, this is leaked footage. Yeah, leaked footage. I, I'm going to keep saying leaked footage because these people know that this shit's going online. Mm-hmm. Anything they show at Comic-Con, they know it's going online. So there is no, unless there's like some small media room where only like elite few go to see stuff, that might not leak. But if you're doing a panel, that shit's leaking, okay? So leaked footage, you know. I'm doing air quotes for audio-only listeners. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it looked he looked like Apocalypse. Yeah. They fucking gave him shoulder pads and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. He seems you know? to have, like, the blue color scheme and everything and the weird, like, just etchings on top of his head. And that actor can act his ass off. And Oscar can, Isaac. Yeah, he can also tear up the fucking dance floor, okay? <laughs> yeah, <so>. he can. <laughs> yeah. My, my only thing was when I was watching that Apocalypse trailer, maybe it's just me. Trailer and, uh, or clip? I think uh, it was just a clip. Uh, the clip um, is uh, when you show Apocalypse. Um, did he seem a little short to you? That guy is short. Yeah, he is. But again, uh, one of the main powers of Apocalypse is that he can actually change his size. Like, he can get really big if he wants to. So maybe we'll get to see more of that in the movie. Yeah, maybe they just haven't. Uh, they just haven't. We haven't seen anything. We just saw him turn around and say "f you" to Magneto. Nothing. And I think that was uh, Storm who was with him. Yeah, uh, who is uh, the, the 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 badass looking '80s version of Storm with a mohawk. Yeah, which this movie is set in the '80s too. So just way more excited because of that <laughs> prospect. That's going to make it so cool. Yeah, and just so much more classic X Men. Um, I'm really excited for this one. I can't wait to see because this is in many ways kind of a reboot of the franchise. 
Um, there's a lot of new people coming in, and yet some of the uh, they need to come up with a new term because it's not reboot so much as like reimagining. In that, that, some ways. That's the thing that that term was invented by Tim Burton when he made Planet of the Apes back in the early 2000s. With well, Michael, that failed. Mark Wahlberg. We don't we don't talk about. Speaking that. of which, watching nostalgia critics review that, it's great. Uh, is that did that come out a yeah, little while ago? Released like a oh, week ago. fucking it's pretty good. Damn you, Doug Walker. Yeah, you're. you're amazing creativity on the internets <laughs> but yeah that looked cool apocalypse mm-hmm. looked like apocalypse yeah. uh excited to see what's going on yeah, with and that. i mean like you said oscar isaac the guy is clearly going places he was amazing in ex machina he's got a big villain role coming up in the next big x-men movie his name is and, in the freaking title and, and star wars oh! the force awakens there wasn't even a trailer this year and i'm still more excited there was more about of star like wars. a behind the scenes thing which in many ways was better than a trailer yeah, because no more – don't show us more real footage. Mm-hmm. Just show us this whole behind-the-scenes – you know the one thing that reminded me of a lot, but not as in-depth, was those uh, production blogs that they did of the Hobbit movie. You remember those? Yeah, yeah. It's very much has that kind of feel, mm-hmm. but with more Star Wars-y feel, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if you've never seen those, go check out the production blogs on the Hobbit films that Peter Jackson uh, did. There are, like, ten of them, and they're all, like – 20 minutes long in many ways they're more fun to watch than the movie <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely interesting and uh uh but yeah anyway getting back to star wars yeah they released this uh, special comic-con highlight reel and if you want to see the uh, the panels they're all over youtube i've already watched both of the the big panels like twice they're just so informative and uh the panel was great too because not only did all the stars get to come out but they got to do like a live demonstration of one of the uh, practical effects characters which is this weird camel-looking alien thing that has this, like, huge thing on its back, and he's selling all these, like, alien chicken-looking things. Yeah. And it's walking around on two legs. It's all goofy-looking, but it totally looks like something from one of the old Star Wars movies. And that goes in line with the Comic-Con highlight reel video they released, which is all about practical sets, practical effects, and actually filming movies with real film. Oh, yeah. No, that was a big thing that J.J. Uh, Abrams said. They, they film the old movies with film. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing it with film. Yeah. It's got to be with film. So good. So, you know, and film is a pain in the dick to use now because you have, we have memory cards this big and we record our shows on these little tiny memory cards and mm-hmm. it's great in HD or 4K or whatever you want. And, uh, but like, they're like, nah, we're doing it old school. Yeah. And these guys are busting their ass in the middle of the desert. They're not oh, yeah. green screening a desert. They are out in the elements, just like the old Star Wars movies. Yes, they're just out there. They're, they're, they just got the vibe. J.J. Abrams obviously uh, made this crazy you know, investment to do this right mm-hmm. and hired the right people because it's not just one dude that makes mm-hmm. a movie. It's a village, and he hired the right people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just looks great. Like, Star Wars is uh, – what's on your T-shirt, Corey? It's Star Wars. Oh, Whoa! it's oh, like, it's like I, you're a fan. It's not like I planned that or anything. Yeah. Uh, yep. But no, what I really loved about it though is, uh, you know, there are some important things if like you want to learn a little bit more about the story. Like, there's a few shots of uh, Princess Leia, which is the very first shot that we actually get to see of her in the film. Um, and not exactly what I was expecting, but I love the way that she looks in the movie because that's exactly what Princess Leia would do. She's not exactly the most frou frou of princesses. Like, she's kind of a military leader. She led the rebels, for Christ's sake. So to actually see her She got her shot back, in the arm. Yeah. To see her... I'm glad you remembered <laughs> that. To see, uh, to see her, like, back in the saddle again, just like that, I think is really cool. And Carrie Fisher is still looking fantastic. Um, there's also a but shot... more like a cool grandma kind of way now. No, I'd still sh- have sex with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> of course would, you would for the I'd, story. I would totally have her uh, bear 
spare my children. Oh. Um, and then you have Oscar Isaac. There's a great shot of him actually being captured by the uh, brand new Stormtroopers, which shows that at some point in the film, he is going to be captured. His character is Poe Dameron, who is the uh, pilot of the X-Wing. Uh, Damn it, be, Dameron. Yeah. Damn it, Dameron. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be hard not to say that all the time. Uh, but we got more shots of him, a lot of shots of the practical aliens and the effects. And there's a lot of shots where they show like them in the art room where they're like making models or working mm-hmm. on a creature. And what I love most about these is that everything in the background is more interesting because there's all this stuff that's hidden. I'm almost convinced – 100% that Admiral Akbar is going to be in this movie because there are like three Akbar references throughout the entire video of a head sculpt of him, him in the background, which is the original photo references, and another shot later on. So we might get to see the return of that character. We get to see the return of a lot of weird, freaky villains and aliens and droids. We got our very first shots of uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO, which is really big because now in this movie, C-3PO is going to have a red arm. I don't know why. It's just a different. Maybe the other one busted and they had to replace it. They're droids. They can do that. That's something that's a little more interesting. Just the feeling I got from that, too, and just you could, like, you could feel J.J.'s, like, love for the series. Especially during that part where, like, they were filming on the very first day and he was talking to the crew. He's like, this is the first day of Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah. And just, oh, it's so good, man. Like, this is not just the most anticipated movie of 2015. This is the most anticipated movie of my life. I'm not even That's joking. a big statement, Corey. I'm not even joking. I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. And not mm-hmm. in the sense that like I don't like it. In the sense I've just never pursued it. Like Especially like you. Mm-hmm. You're a hyper I mean, fan. Well, I mean, did you grow up with Star no. Wars? Or you no. were just a very... I just had... never watched it. Yes, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't think I've seen all the original uh, movies all the way through in a long, long time. I mean, we owned the VHSs since I was like three. Yeah. So, so like it was a staple of the household. Yeah. But the point is... You know, the... Shut the kids up. Put Star Wars on. The... Uh... <laughs> great parenting yeah um uh, it happened to me too i watched et a thousand times because mm-hmm. of that i don't even like that movie anymore now it fucked up my I love et it's just a little slow it's hard for it is slow it's also an intense movie for kids yeah it's fucked up uh you know when they, he gets all white and shit and they mm-hmm. fucking take him away and the spacesuit dudes off track anyway the point is that uh when i was watching that that preview art style uh first day of star wars video that we were just speaking about uh, I got like emotional and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't fucking care about star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa, you know, like I was like, this is going to be a big deal. I mean, you're in production though. So you can sort of like, you're, you're kind of feeling yeah, those yeah. vibes. I mean, know? I've seen Excitement. art department. Yeah. That whole, it's coming together, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it, it just looks really good. I think mm-hmm. star Wars is going to be one of the best that's coming out this year, Corey. It is 2015 this Christmas. Yeah. In fact, the actual date is December 18th and I even have an application on my phone which is telling me <laughs> how many, how days, many left? days hours minutes and seconds and we have 156 days to go until the force awakens wow yeah until we are awakened it is going to be amazing in fact uh, I am going to do a, uh, a Star Wars series leading up to the uh, release of episode 7 it's going to be a hundred days from the release a hundred Star Wars videos yeah just could be you sitting down and saying a fact and by a hundred star wars videos i mean probably not that many probably more like one video a week you should just do a daily blog where you talk about one character in depth just one you know i could you i just, could talk about the one alien hanging out in the corner of the cantina for at least an hour well you don't have to do hour every day i'm just you saying know? like a, a five minute ten minute video every that was day. uh that was one of my favorite things about my freshman year of college um, uh-huh 
every morning I met with my good friend Rob, you know him, yep. and uh, we would always go to Waffle House before class, and we would always play 20 questions with Star Wars, and we would choose the most insignificantly stupid <laughs> characters, like, leading up to the last question, and, like, I'm like, I got him, I got Rob, and then Rob would be like, this 20, the last question... <sighs> Was it that one snake who was in Dagobah for, like, two seconds in the background? And I was like, yes, it's totally that snake, man! And like, he would totally get it. Like, we would choose the most ridiculously obscure things. And that's what's always been so great about Star Wars. It's not just the main story and the characters. They're great. Yep. The world is so infectiously amazing. And it does have everybody a has a story. Yeah. Even if it's the most insignificant character, they have something that's really cool about them. And that's just what's been so magically awesome about Star Wars. I- I'm-, I'm trying to contain my excitement. Like, I am that pumped for this movie. And ah! I'm-, I'm also afraid I'm going to get sucked into the vortex of merchandising. Like, I want to avoid that as much as humanly possible. Like, just... Ugh. You don't want the Lego ships of all the, uh... I don't want the Lego ships. I've, you know, <laughs> Legos are cool. It just, they're too damned expensive, man. Yeah. Like, a, a big, like, the, uh, Jurassic, they made Jurassic Park Legos. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. They released, like, this big Indominus Rex set that's, like, $160. That's an investment in your future, It is. It, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you buy it, you never open it, and then you sell it in five years. Yeah. Uh, okay. Shit, I'd open that shit up. Oh, of course you would. Okay, Corey, let's wrap this bad boy up. You had an awesome intro that you okay, wrote Okay, guys. Uh, so that was the end of today's episode. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the Powerful Nerdcast. Make sure to like and share this video with your friends. Remember, you can follow our YouTube channel. That's Super Guru 9000 And you guys can also follow us on social media. You guys can also find our podcast show and many others like it, which are really awesome, at Rogue Intel. Remember there, you can also watch our show and you can download the show directly from iTunes, which is really awesome, which means you can bring us with you wherever you go. It's really, really exciting stuff. And remember, guys, when you check us out on iTunes, please rate and review us. Remember, the first month is really important. If we get some good five-star ratings, we can be really, really popular and we can get a lot of exposure. We might even make it to the front page. That would just be awesome. I think that's what, uh, you know, Corey and I have been like fucking sharpening the samurai sword of this podcast for Mm -hmm. a long time and you know we're like 20 some odd episodes in now and we we feel like we finally have something really awesome to put out there in the world so please support us on itunes and always we you know youtube's our home so thank you guys for all the support here too and uh yeah that's pretty much it all right well guys thank you again for watching we are the powerful nerdcast and may the force be with you (laughs) 